Howdy, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. It's October 25th, 2022. Hope everybody's feeling good and spooky out there. I'm Trey Crowder. That's Mark AG. What's up, Mark? Happy Skews a ween, Trey. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a early. Um, uh, we've got a fun shutter day. We're talking about ballot initiatives and uh, Missouri Highway Patrol being used in a pro-weed legalization ad and then immediately having to announce, no, we're, don't worry, we're still the least cool motherfuckers on the planet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's going to be fun. A uh, couple of things to talk about before we get to the show. Uh, we talked a lot about how polling's fucked up, and I think we might talk about more on the on the Patreon episode, but like uh, a couple of good signs. Um, I don't think anybody should pretend they know what's, they know what's going to happen on Election Day, but like... Uh, as of yesterday, almost a million Georgians have early voted. Uh, it's sixty percent higher at the same point in twenty eighteen. Um, <clears throat> there's uh, the, the the people showing up are older and blacker than previous elections. Uh, it's uh, voter enthusiasm appears to be up, um, so that's good. Uh, early voting's booming all over the place, so maybe the polls are way off, and let's hope they are in a lot of places. Um, also, like. <laughs> I don't understand how Oz and Fetterman are close, but also it looks like Chuck Grassley might lose in Iowa. None of that. None of this makes any fucking sense to me. It's all nonsense. Right. It generally, uh, hasn't it been true in the past that when like early voting is up, that's generally supposed to be good for Democrats or, yeah, or is it just like it's gotten so like normalized or whatever now that maybe the, the rules are changed, but also it's like for good and bad, it seems like people are more, you know, engaged and motivated and shit. Like you would like, the the yeah. turnout just keeps going up, evidently. So, like, seems like people care. It's just uh, all different types of people who care very, very much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's a, it's funny because all this polling stuff is based upon like there's like political science is based on you know like the hist- history of American voting. That's how they put together sampling for polling and stuff. But like, it's all we've only had forty five presidents. It's all mm. small. It's all very small sample sizes. All these people, well, they. The party in power, the party that has the president always loses seats in the midterms. Like based mm-hmm. on what? Based upon they're all totally different situations. Every election's fucking different. Because it's all, there's always something for people to be pissed off about. You know what I mean? And it's always the president's fault. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just a rule of thumb that there's a backlash in every midterm. You know, the pendulum doth swing. What are you going to do? Yeah, we need a parliament, Trey. We need a parliament. Um, so we talked last week. I was pissed off about like like when you set, when you vote based on gas prices, you're essentially letting the kingdom of Saudi Arabia decide how you're going to vote. Right. And then <laughs> this article from the Intercept came out this week: Saudi salt oil production uh, cut so deep it surprised even Russia. And in it, they have a video clip. I can't play it because it's in it's in Arabic, so I, I'm just trusting the translation. But the <laughs> it's from 2004. Um, it, it's, uh, Prince Bandar, uh, it said it was a Saudi ambassador to the U.S. from 83 to 06. He said, here I'm quoting here, the kingdom's oil decisions can influence the election or not election of the president of the United States, the largest and strongest country in the world. For that to be taken into consideration, regardless of what the kingdom decides to do, is in itself evidence the strategic weight of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. He said it out loud. And we're still letting them do it. It's fucking insane to me. I'm sure there's but, a very good reason for it. And also, I'm not advocating for this. I'm just saying, given our history and, and the truth of what you just said, I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been any of them big uh, CIA coups or something over there. You would think we would have done more to just usurp control of this country because of its uh, value to us, because, you know, that's not something we've shied away from in the past. But uh, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've done we've done everything we could to keep the House of Saud in power, and it's, right. uh, turns out the stuff the CIA does backfires, right? I don't. Yeah. Who fucking Again, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want them to do that. I'm just saying yeah. like it feels like something they would have done. But I guess you're yeah. right. They have been doing that, but for uh, this particular regime. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We even let him, we even let him get, get away with nine eleven. Uh, but while we're on the subject of uh, Middle East, I want to talk about this because this really, this is from today. The story made me laugh a lot. So this billionaire hedge fund guy named Tom Barrack, who's a, um, was a like a good Trump buddy, who was like chairman of his uh, inauguration. Um, <laughs> he took the stand. So he got arrested. And he's on trial for uh, he was arrested under the, uh, like not registering as a foreign agent because he was taking money from the UAE and Saudis to like. I guess the, the government's theory is he was like lobby illegally lobbying the Trump White House for Middle Eastern policies. 
and his defense was, I could not have lobbied the president because he was too fucking stupid to understand what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stupid like a fox, but yeah, yeah, yeah got to keep them on their toes. That's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last thing before we get to the show, uh, Financial Times did this really weird puff piece around DeSantis this week. It, when the headline doesn't even match the content of the article, to me, it's sort of a sign of how the media is just totally not built for this moment because they still they have these plug and play type pieces where, like, if DeSantis is popular and rising in popularity with the party, that must mean there's something good there. So therefore, let's find it right. But buried within this story, which the headline the headline of which is Ron DeSantis is Donald Trump with brains and without the drama. Remember, this is a positive piece about him. Uh, had, the, had this anecdote in there. Uh, these two things. He did an uncanny impression of baseball star Jose Cansego, which I'm sure was not racist, even though, you know, DeSantis is Hispanic, so maybe he can do it. But um, he would, on first dates, he would say they like Thai food, but intentionally mispronounce it thigh food. And if the women <laughs> corrected them, he would find an excuse to leave because he didn't want a girlfriend who corrected him. <laughs> That is wild, dude. And that's like it's, it's like you said, that being in a positive puff pace, it's like, you guys are going to love this. Listen to how you used to manipulate women in this. Uh, but yeah, it's like, no, he's like, he's like, you know, dumb and subservient. That's how I like him. Any woman is going to tell me uh, anything at all. Not my speed. Uh, also, he's Italian, right? Isn't he? Isn't he a spaghetti I thought, person? I thought <laughs> he's a lasagna American. No, he's I think a lasagna American, yeah. I guess I guess I, I never looked it up. I guess I assumed Cuban, but I don't. I don't actually well, know. Well, it's so funny because like I also assumed that, but I covered him on uh, Patreon where I review politicians, and I covered him on there, and I just remember being surprised to find. Uh, I think that he was, yeah, he's of Italian descent. Yeah, so there you go. Anyway, okay, there we go. There, I'm totally but, wrong on that then. I just I assumed Florida so Cuban. No, yeah, okay, cool. Ron DeSantis is Italian. There we go. Mm-hmm. We learned something. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, actually, we wanted to sit, we wanted to enjoy one oh, moment before yeah. we get into the show, right? If people missed it, this is just uh, this is Ted Cruz getting booed at a baseball game. Not just booed, heckled mercilessly. Yeah. <laughs> New Yorkers, man. Dude, he was on. He was he was in New York because he was doing the View to promote his new book, and he got roasted on the View even harder than he did at the fucking Yankees game. So, like, this dude just loves being hated. I can't wrap my hand around what his person. Yeah, he does seem to get off on it. Like that's that's the thing. It's like uh, it empowers him. <laughs> Hatred fuels him. Apparently, yeah. Hatred and disdain. So, well, you guys, yeah. you guys beware if you ever boo t- uh, Ted Cruz in public, you were just helping him come. So there you go. <laughs> All right, on that note, let's get into it. Uh, with us, as always, is producer Matt. This is Weekly Skews. I want to remind you, of course, two quick items of business. Number one, if you'd like to see me perform live, go to TreyCrowder.com. I'm uh, mostly in Southern California up until the big holiday shows at Zany's in December with Corey and Drew. Those are always fun, but I got a lot more dates in 2023 all over the place. So go to TreyCrowder.com, check it out. Come and see me. Number two, if you enjoy this program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. $5 a month gets you access to full-length bonus episodes. We're going to record one later this week. Going to get into why the polls seem to suck, amongst other things. we got plenty more in store, so we hope you'll consider going to weeklyskews.com slash more, or you can just go on Patreon and look me up. Either way, it'll work. Sign up on there, get some more skews in your life. Now, as for the show tonight, so far, most of our focus when it comes to the midterms has been on the candidates slash lunatics running for office. But tonight, instead, we turn our attention to the various ballot initiatives across the country. Some hot button issues, abortion, weed, gambling, education, health care, immigration, all the usual suspects. And you could probably guess how they're going from red state to blue. But we'll break it all down a little later. But first, of course, we begin with the Daily Dumbass, Matt. 
Tonight's DD bees for being communists who hate private property rights. Apparently, you'll get it in a minute, maybe. <laughs> Police in Western Massachusetts feeling the sting of a dangerous situation. So a woman is now facing criminal charges accused of using bees to attack sheriff's deputies. Now, the sheriff's <laughs> office says the woman was protesting an eviction at a place in Longmeadow. They say she does not live there. The department says she opened several manufactured beehive boxes that she had on a trailer and unleashed the bees. Deputies say she flipped one box to the ground, making the bees extremely aggressive. They say she even put on a beekeeping suit before carrying out a tower here of bees near the front door to stop that eviction. We are lucky that we're talking about this as a unfortunate situation, <laughs> uh, very odd and, and unique in its own way, and nobody got seriously hurt or killed. Assault They charged this woman with assault with a deadly weapon for throwing bees at them. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, they could have been allergic, right? Actually, in yeah. that part, like uh, one of them said, it was. she asked if one of them was allergic, or one of them said he was allergic, and she said good, and then hurled <laughs> bees at him. Or whatever. I wonder if she was inspired by Tommy Boy. Remember that scene where the cops are gonna like pull him over, so they get out of the car and start screaming bees, bees, and the and the cops freak out and run away. Like maybe that was. She was like, "Cops hate bees." I'll go with that. Also, I feel like in beekeeping circles, this is probably seen as a dick move, don't you think? Like uh, they, you know, love. I don't know if you're supposed to weaponize your bees, Mark, but maybe that's part right. of it. I don't know. Maybe some of them get into it solely. Uh, for the purposes of using bees as a deadly weapon. I don't know. I'm not up on my bee stuff. But yeah, pretty uh, pretty wild, pretty wild uh, choice of protest uh, methodology. <laughs> they, they charge her with four counts of assault with a deadly weapon, which is, I don't know if they are, they charge, is it one charge for each cop or one charge right. for each bee sting? Or like, I'm not as worried how they do this. Gotta be but, for each cop because you'd think it'd be like 350 counts of assault oh, yeah. with a deadly weapon, you know, because <laughs> that would be the number of bees. Each stinger is a weapon, potentially deadly. So, yeah, I don't know. Good luck to the judge parsing all that. <laughs> the good news is the judge didn't give her any bail. Didn't give her bail, which is like, uh, I mean, didn't charge. They released her without with okay. her cognizance, which is like good because obviously she's broke if she's getting evicted or have done that. Doesn't not liquidated per se, so that's awesome. Um, but there's got to be a charging hit her with. It's not like doesn't carry a serious jail time for which essentially it's a little bit of fuckery. My dad was definitely allergic to bees. He carried an epipen. If you go, if, you, if you're that allergic, you have an epipen. It's not like there's no there's not going to be any threat of anyone actually fucking dying. But this, this I don't know, Mark. Did you see the '90s classic My Girl? <laughs> that? Tragic, man. Killed by bees at the end. Not a dry eye in the house. So you know. Yeah. So this woman, fifty-five-year-old woman named Rory Susan Woods, uh, she's apparently into fighting an eviction for like, uh, uh, you know, for full two years. So she gets, she pulls up in her SUV, pulling her beehives behind her, and she sees the cops trying to evict her shit. So she put throws on her beekeeping outfit and just starts hurling bees. <laughs> this is I, also like a like a. Like a terrible supervillain from a cheesy seventies comic book or something like that, uh, you know. The but she fights with bees, like somebody calling Squirrel Girl to combat <laughs> this this menace, this bumblebee menace. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's that's wild. Good for her. Okay. Our, uh, our first honorable mention for daily dumbass is Arizona GOP candidate Randy Kaufman for not whipping it out literally anywhere else on earth than where he chose to pull out his penis. He was arrested for masturbating in a truck near a preschool. That's right. Uh, the officer didn't notice him at first, but then saw his fully nude erect penis in full display with bicyclists and people riding by and preschoolers frolicking in the yard or in the play playground across the street. And so Action was taken, Mark. Yeah, he said. So this guy, I don't think he was actually. Uh, I don't think the kids were a factor because he said he was looking no. at his phone. So like, I, mean, I think he was probably looking at porn. But he was caught. He said, "I'm yeah. sorry." He said, himself, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm just really stressed." Yeah, you know, who among us, right? You know, like I've been stressed, but. I don't know. I ain't been this stressed. And yeah, like you said, well, he wasn't staring at the kids. Thank God. Mm -hmm. But like. uh have some situational awareness, man. Drive like drive yeah. to a Waffle House, like the rest of us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he said. So 
if you're wondering what his campaign is, he was running for Maricopa County uh, Community College District Governing Board. And if one of his platform is, one of, one of his recent Facebook posts was, we had, our children have to be protected from the, from the progressive left. So I guess uh, he, I guess he did a quick turn of his, of his platform. But uh, he, when he was getting arrested, uh, the, the cop mentioned something about it. he was uh, being near a preschool. And he said, wait, are you going to put that in the report? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You don't think that's part of it, do you? That's just a that's just a truly horrific coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cop says, Don't you see how alarming that is? There are children nearby. And he's like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you got a good point. Anyway, he's suspended. he's too late to get him off the ballot, but he essentially quit the race. So at least he's capable of shame. So he's one of the in this context, he in a, with the current crop of Republican candidates we have, he's one of the good ones because he has enough shame to walk away <laughs> when he's caught jerking off near a playground. Yeah, such so. is the standard. Uh, our next honorable mention is Bo Duke for becoming even more of a papaw than Uncle Jesse ever was. Check out this hot new movie trailer. Oh my God, this killed me. Yeah, this is a uh, John John Schneider, right? This is yeah name, yeah, from the Dukes of Hazard. He's got a self-funded major motion picture coming out soon uh, about you know self- flags and freedom and stuff like that. I'm just trying to kill. Yeah, we go. I want you to take it down. From where? Your truck. My truck, my flag. Some people find it offensive. What if I find them offensive? You gonna take that down? <laughs> Why not take the new trail? Because I like the old trail. It's my road too, Arnie. I know, but there are other roads. Come on. I got a shotgun. It seems to me some things are worth losing your job over, man. Not to me. Fourth of July's over. Take your flag down, old man. It's always Fourth of July. <laughs> All of the grass still grow. The water run. I told you what would happen the next time you touch my flag, Tonto. What are you do with that gun? I ain't cut him out. Yeah. You guys get the vibe. Uh, yeah, so, there, there's more of that. Uh, just a collection of, you know, uh, boomer patriot cliches. Generally, him being angry at a Mexican, him uh, decrying the loss of freedom, him brandishing firearms, him refusing to change his ways, and so on and so forth. And the final shot of the trailer has him standing in the yard and the sunset behind him. The Lord's own sky looks like none other than the American flag. Mark, pretty impressive. Uh, VFX. He also- on display if you believe here. the if you believe the audio, he dies in a hail of gunfire, a gunfire while clutching a flagpole. And <laughs> <laughs> there's also a middle part where he obviously gets sentenced to jail for flying his flag, and they show him shaving his head and preparing for prison. Yeah. And you talked about it being self funded. He went on and did a Newsmax interview where he talked about how he's him and his wife sunk all their money into making this movie, and he's begging people to watch it or he'll be ruined. <laughs> I was like, buddy, there's a shave head shaving. You're fucking ruined. <laughs> what did you do? But like, what planet are they on where you're not allowed to fly a flag? You're allowed to fucking fly from the corner store around the corner. Has, this is, we're in communist California and has a flag hanging up the side of it. And everyone's like, yeah, it's a flag. It's cool. It is this, it, where is, what planet are they on? Right. And they're like, he's obviously trying to make Gran Torino, mm-hmm. like his version. Because like he befriends all these people who hate it, who, who he does politically, like he buddies around this little kid and they're all like, I kneel for the flag. And it, it ends with like, I defend your right to kneel. You should defend my right to fly the flag. And it's like, yeah, that's that's everyone's fucking position. Who are you mm-hmm. arguing with? These right. People drive me absolutely insane. But there's a there's a whole burgeoning subgenre of cinema uh, in recent years. Mm-hmm. Right. Of these uh, the, the Patriot. Uh, the Patriot Cinematic Universe or whatever you want to call it. Like we covered the Hunter Biden one. And I know Gina mm-hmm. Carano got a lot of projects in development, right? Like yeah. uh, Ben Shapiro's making movies now. They're trying to cash in. Seems like none of them are really doing too great so far, right? <laughs> yeah. There's another new one. Uh, so <laughs> this guy who's a right-wing influencer uh, makes a comic book artist called like Rebel Rebel Run, who's like a, like a, like, Think Captain America, but he wears a Confederate flag. It's for the Confederacy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he beats, and he's going to make a movie out of it. And the pro- problem with the crowdfunding and stuff like this is like, um, like GoFundMe and the, the sites like that stopped taking like stuff for like Nazi causes a while back. So they started up a bunch of parallel like fundraising infrastructure. And the one this guy used was a guy in China who was like, we bank for the unbanked, right? Saying, if you got canceled by your bank, we'll help you raise money. So he raised like a million dollars through this guy's site. But the problem is, over in China, 
this guy was also running a Ponzi scheme where he was doing just like, uh, like trying to sell scam PPE gear during the pandemic. And so he used their money to help pay off some one of his other investors for his other things. So all their money's fucking gone. So they can't make their Nazi Captain America thing. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe the bank whose whole thing is targeting shady enterprises turned out to be a shady enterprise. It's wild. You know, <laughs> that they would have had more, you know, fiscal integrity over there at, uh, you know, Crooks International or whatever it's called, but apparently not the case. Yeah, I hate well, we're going to miss out on uh, Captain Confederacy's adventures against wokeness or whatever is going to happen. I will say, though, at least this guy isn't ruined because he's smarter than Sean Schneider and did not use his own fucking money. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Our final honorable mention for Daily Dumbass is everyone who ever died for not being alive today to vote Republican. That's right. This is Carrie Lake, uh, Arizona gubernatorial candidate. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about her a lot. She's fucking insane. And she did, mm -hmm. uh, she did this paint by numbers thing that they all do. That's uh, maddening every time. I, I'm a true believer that if MLK, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. were alive today, if JFK were alive today, if our founding fathers were alive today, they would be America first Republicans. I really believe that. <laughs> I'd be right about JFK because he was a hardcore culture, uh, like 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 anti-communist and uh, uh, and not didn't care about civil rights. So he might be right about him. But Martin Luther King was a socialist, and Abraham Lincoln was so radical the conservatives blew up the country instead of fucking letting him be president. <laughs> so I right. think the, 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 these people don't, they, they have one thought in their heads, Republicans good, everyone else evil. Therefore, if history says these people are good, they will be on our side and right. uh, they can all get fucked. I, I don't I, like, I don't know what the, the uh, they don't real bull. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been tough, you know, like with Abraham Lincoln, of course, you know, the party of Lincoln, they still call themselves that when everyone who knows anything about American politics knows that the parties, you know, essentially flip-flopped ideologically, you know, yeah. between then and now. And also it's like if Carrie Lake had been, you know, she would have been with John C. Calhoun. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. she's a woman, so she wouldn't have been allowed to do shit. But she, like, you know, she'd been mm -hmm. all for slavery uh, if she was <laughs> if she was active in the 1850s. You know, most of these America first patriot Republicans uh, would have been. But like in, in the modern American pol political context, Abraham Lincoln was like, to the left of Bernie, like mm -hmm. for his day. And I don't understand what the, like in, in modern times, he probably, he'd be extremely considered extremely racist, but it's like right. judging relative to his, to his own times, he was extremely uh, progressive. So I don't know. Like what the fuck. Yeah. I, All right. I, I'm trying to make sense of these people. So yeah, let's talk about some ballot initiatives. Uh, there's a lot going, you know, it's not just the candidates. Uh, on the ballot this year, a lot of referendums, measures, things of that nature. Propositions. California's beginning to propositions being marked by live here. And we've been seeing countless ads for these various propositions. And some of them are wild to me because there's one about dialysis clinics. And like it literally, literally, the ad is like a sweet old man staring at the camera. And he's like, hi, I'm Rodney. I'm a dialysis patient. And if you vote yes on Prop 29, I will literally die screaming. And you're like, oh, no, that sounds bad. I don't want Rodney to die screaming. Why is yeah. this on the ballot? Who proposed this? You know, and then you look into it and it's all just moneyed interest and big kidney and shit like that. But, and, yeah. you know, it's all like corporate disputes and stuff. But, yeah, it's hard to parse yeah. this shit sometimes. You and I were texting about that one because we were trying to figure out what the fuck it was. And it's just like a labor dispute that right. unions and these companies are trying to like resolve by buying a law. And it's just like that guy in the ad isn't wrong. Right. But the reason that the clinics would close is because the company that owns it would rather close the clinics than hire one extra nurse and accept Medicaid patients. Right. So like <laughs> you can get like everybody involved can get fucked. Just right. Treat yeah, I did, like there's also the gambling ones, which mm -hmm. are like there's two separate gambling proposi the, uh, propositions that are confusing as shit, and both yes. are probably going to fail because everyone's so confused by them. And I couldn't tell one legalizes online gambling, and one has something to do with casinos. And you got native groups on both sides running right. ads yelling at each other. I'm like, I know you guys are fighting over money. I can't tell who's who I should care about getting their money. So I'm now, like, yeah, well, it seems like there's tribes that have the casinos, and like so. 
you know, they back the casino one, but the other one is supposed to be like some of the taxes from legalizing online sports betting is supposed to go to help like homelessness and also the native populations, the ones that don't have casinos. And so it's like, uh, it feels like it ought to be that one to me. Also, I like to gamble on sports online. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, if you just watch the ads, you know, you can't tell shit from just the ads and they run them like crazy because, you know, which they're just obviously they're biased everyone knows that but i'm saying like people if they want to make sense of this stuff which is what everybody should do but you really got to like get into the fucking weeds and and read up on it you know and how many people are going to do that i don't know yeah just get a voter's guide is what i i always just go like i get a couple different voter's guides and look at them and see what the reasoning is and like some of them might agree with some of them don't yeah but anyway it's like (laughs) the ballot initiatives to live to in our state Mm. are a vehicle for people with money to buy laws that the legislature cannot overturn. So right. it's completely corrupt and fucked up and why California is a clown show a lot of the times. Um, like it's like everyone screwed up the one last time where they thought they were voting to help Uber drivers and accidentally screwed Uber drivers. It's, 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 right. it's fucking stuff. But other states are more straightforward where it's just citizens sign petitions <laughs> And then sometimes the legislature can refer a ballot initiative and then people vote on issues and the citizens get to decide, which, you know, the whole idea of this enterprise is self-government. So while let's use it while we have it. Let's talk about things that are going on. Let's start with uh, one of our old favorites, weed. Uh, legal in most states now, um, but it's on the ballot in five more states this year, including some that you wouldn't expect. Uh, the only blue states considering uh, such a measure is Maryland. Uh, where question it's called question four and it's easily going to pass, I would imagine. But other ones where it's uh, on the ballot are Arkansas, Missouri, North Dakota, and South Dakota. So I'm not sure what plucky potheads got that on the ballot there, but more power to you. Um, and even in Arkansas, where the next governor is probably going to be Sarah, be Sarah Huckabee, uh, it's going to it's going to win by like sixty percent if you believe the polling. Right, because not because like. No one hates this, really. Like even Arkansas papaws don't really give at worst, don't really give that much of a shit about it anymore. And most people are pretty down with it, even in, you know, deep red Arkansas or any other red state. Yep, you know, Tennessee still ain't fucking yeah. with it, but what do you expect? But yeah, it's just the, you know, like I know we're gonna talk about the cops and but it's just like the cops and the private prisons and big farm, you know, just like lobbyists who keep it from passing everywhere basically real people don't you know i mean even like old people even old people now uh, the the people that tend to vote conservative and everything are like all lie about having been at woodstock so it's not like they're against weed (laughs) but uh yeah we're gonna talk about missouri because i saw a funny ad last week and i pulled it for the show it was on youtube and i went to when i went to put it in the rundown uh it, it was deleted. They got deleted because Missouri Highway Patrol hit it with a copyright uh, strike. And what they do, the reason was the ad. Um, Matt, Matt, do you want to try playing it so we can show what we're talking about? Uh, but I pulled it from there. And I said it's going to work because it's from a news station website, which is some of, them are, some of those are kind of hinky when we try to play video from them. But we'll give it a shot because they the news can talk about it because they pulled it to, to discuss. But they can't actually show it on television because, the, the, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. 19 states have legalized marijuana. Now it's our turn, Missouri. A yes vote on Amendment 3 is a vote to let the police focus on serious crime and give millions in new funding to veterans' health care. For our police, for our vets, vote yes on 3. All right. So, yeah, so I'm not sure they get a copyright strike because this is a vaguely cop-looking guy riding a motorcycle, but they said, oh, this is we didn't authorize the use of our logos from Missouri Highway Patrol, but there's no fucking logos in the thing. So I don't even know what they... But anyway... Yeah, the, the, the point of the ad was support our cops by le- by legalizing weeds so they can focus on serious crime. That's a good message. Right. That's a, actually a good uh, – that's that would help cops. <laughs> right. Yeah, but they don't, want, they don't want that help. Yeah, this is from the pro-weed people, and it has nothing yeah. to do with the cops. The cops officially denounced it and everything. But, yeah, it's pretty, pretty shrewd of them. <laughs> like, back the blue, legalize weed. But, yeah, now, like, cops, you know, they like weed being illegal because it's – a lot more probable calls and shit and more budget for their departments and all that type of stuff. But, you know, mm-hmm. you got to have something you claim to smell if you want to illegally search somebody's vehicle or whatever, try to, yeah. you know, try to arrest them on some trumped up charges. That's just police in 101. So, yeah, you know, it's easier to illegal. 
it's easier to solve the crime of smelling a joint than it is to actually solve a, solve a whodunit. So, like, if, if you're trying to look busy, you want weed illegal so you can at least look like you did something that day. Um, but there are people who are on the left who are against this bill. Um, the, the premise of which is that, like, that the way that weed's getting legalized everywhere is crooked and corrupt, which is true. Because basically, like, like in Florida, for example, they basically got the licensing in order before they legalized it. So... Friends and relatives of people in the legislature had the had the market all locked up and all of the permits course. before. Yeah, right. so and, and you also had the problems where like a lot of places you can't get licensed if you have a weed conviction to sell mm-hmm. weed, which is like you're the most ex- person experienced right. person selling weed. You should be the front of the line. But that you know all that is obviously crooked. But one thing this this uh, this would do is um, expunge people's records. For, uh, for old weed arrests, it would not let people who are in jail for nonviolent weed arrests out, but it would stop people going in for nonviolent weed arrests, which I think is important. And I don't understand why you'd object to something that's only moderately good because it's not perfect. But I'm on the ground in Missouri. So, again, get a voter guide, figure out what you should do. Um, but while on the subject of people getting arrested for bullshit, let's talk about criminal justice uh, uh, ballot initiatives. Let's start with the bad Alabama's got one called Amendment One. <clears throat> They're calling Anaya's law. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this woman's name right, so I apologize. Apologize if it's Anya. Um, it's named of this woman who was is a community college student who was killed by a guy who was out on bail. Mm-hmm. And the reason they named it after her is because what the bill would do is allow the state. The, what the amendment would do is allow the state legislature to determine offenses for which mail may be denied. Now, the May is doing a lot of work there because judges will deny bail if they can because a lot of them are fucking right-wing authoritarian psychos. And just a reminder, people who are arrested for crimes are not convicted. Um, it sucks this right. woman was killed. I don't know how that relates to the first crime or what he was arrested for the first time, but like people that are out on bail don't habitually just go back to committing crimes. It's not like... Well, it's a, to me, the main thing is, like, yeah, I feel like people hear stuff like this and they're like... Okay, but if it's, if it's a violent crime and if they're dangerous, like they shouldn't be let back out on the streets or whatever. But it just completely ignores the fact that like people get wrongfully arrested and shit all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like our crim- our criminal justice system is flawed uh, to say the very least. So it's just uh, it's they don't need more authority, uh, yeah. you know, to use against people in in you know, in cases like this, like, it's just like, it's the same way I feel about the death penalty, which we've talked about before, which is like, I think there are certain people who, you know, it wouldn't hurt anybody. All of society would be better off uh, if they didn't exist. Some truly horrible people, but we know that we have put people to death who actually were innocent. It's happened Mm -hmm. countless times. And so you just can't have that. I mean, we still do, but like, I feel like you have Mm -hmm. to oppose the death penalty because that's not ever worth it. Like that, that cliche about it's better to let a thousand guilty men go free than to mm. lock up one innocent man or something like that, you know? And yeah. I, mean, I tend to agree with that. That shit's horrific. So that's what laws like this, uh, that's why they don't hit for me, Mark. Yeah. And the, and the <laughs> fucked up like perverse incentive of it is, is if you're, if you're guilty, if you're in your denied bail, that counts as time served. So you just go ahead and start serving your sentence ahead of time. So that's a, you're helping out the guilty person. But if you're innocent and you get off at trial, not that innocent people always get off at trial because that's not. But it, but if you but if you're found not guilty, you you don't that time you spent locked up is just taken away from your life. Mm-hmm. You also couldn't have a job, so you come back to nothing. It's like you probably lost your house, maybe your wife left. It's like it's it's, it's completely fucked up, and like there shouldn't be. And I, if this guy got bail. He probably like I'm not sure what is. I should have done more research for this. I apologize, but like the whatever crime is arrested for, if it was a serious crime in Alabama, I bet it was a lot of bail money. So either he's rich or it wasn't that serious of a crime and he shouldn't have been held without bail anyway. So yeah, whatever. But uh, speaking of the death penalty, another amendment in Alabama would require the governor to notify the victim's family before commuting, granting a commutation or reprieve of a death sentence. So just, you got to make the governor call the people up and tell them that you don't feel that bad about the relative dying before someone can get mercy. So yeah, there right. you go. Um, uh, in Ohio, uh, this is just a troll one about an issue required judges to factor in public safety and a person's criminal record when setting bail and bail conditions. Uh, yeah, that's they do that. I'm not sure what the fuck you're doing here. Uh, that's what the whole that's what a judge does is judge stuff. So I don't know. Um, 
There are some good ones here. Uh, in Montana, there's about there's a ballot measure that would require a search warrant to access someone's electronic data, which you might not be aware that they don't have to do that. But no, apparently in Montana, the cops can just read your fucking emails if they want with no, with, with no judge's oversight. Um, it's Constitutional, Constitutional Amendment 48. I would be in favor of that if I lived in Montana, but I don't. So again, check out a voter guide. Uh, here's another good one in Georgia. Um, <laughs> I can't believe they even have to say this, but there's a there's a measure that would suspend compensation for public officials that are indicted for a felony. Because apparently in Georgia up until now, you could be like, I don't know, a cop or a state rep or a, the governor and be indicted for murder and suspended and still get your paycheck. So, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's probably a good one. Um, we need less we need less murderers in public office, Trey. I'm, I'm, I'm firm on that. As a general rule. Yes, I would agree with you. Yeah. But yeah, you know, if they can't be suspended with pay, you know, for doing something horrible, what's the point of being a public servant, Mark? Did you think about that part? Come on. They, there was like, I remember reading like a cop that was like on a s- suspension with pay for like three years. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how do I get right? Being a bad cop is the best gig in the world. <laughs> well, no, I think being a terrible college football coach uh, mm. with past success, because it's the same thing. You get a buy, yeah. they pay you, but they pay you millions of dollars to not do your job. So, yeah, mm. uh, copying yeah. is like the lower version of that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, one of the big ones, of course, is the, this election cycle is going to be abortion. Um, and there's five states with abortion measures on the ballot. Uh, three are voting on protecting abortion rights and two are, you know, doing the other thing. Uh, real quick through the, the, the good ones. Uh, California is trying to enshrine abortion rights in the Constitution. Uh, also, Vermont, those are just going to fly by and probably won't do make much difference because no one's going to outlaw it here anyway, unless the federal government, well, the federal government outlaws it, it's going to supersede the state constitution, so it's not going to matter. But, uh, the big, the big ones in Michigan, uh, it's called Proposal 3. Um, they were to get, almost a three quarters of a million signatures in like a couple days after Dobbs decision to get it on the ballot. Um, because people were fired up at that time, not so much anymore, but I hope they get more fired up. Um, but it's also, it's obviously more urgent in, in uh, Michigan and California because Michigan has a 1931 abortion ban on the books, though it's been blocked by the court so far. They also have a legislature controlled by Republicans. Uh, but polls have found the citizen initiated measure leading and also the presence in the ballot might also have boost Democrat turnout, which would help Gretchen Whitmer get elected and keep that psycho Tudor Dixon out of the fucking governor's office. So that'd be good. Uh, <clears throat> on the bad side, Kentucky has a, a measure called the no right to abortion and constitution amendment that would, you know, make it obvious that you can't get an abortion in, in Kentucky, which is already the case. Um, they already had a trigger law, uh, but there's still an ongoing legal battle over that. So it's not in full effect yet, but I imagine it will be eventually. Um, the worst one, I mean, yeah, the, the Kentucky one doesn't do anything because abortion—they're just all these things are just such signaling. A lot of them, including right. this one, Montana has a born alive referendum on their thing, which basically says you can't kill a baby after it's born. Right, which is always the, yeah. The case. Has that been on the table up until now? <laughs> like I failed to realize that. Like, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, it's right. It's makes it illegal to murder infants who are born alive. So thanks for clarifying that Montana. Uh, I mean, literally what is the, what's it, but it's like, it's part of, is it part of that whole narrative? Like they try to make people think that that type of shit is happening. Like that babies Mm -hmm. are being like literal babies are being pulled out and killed and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, that's part of the propaganda that they push or whatever. So this law is, trying to codify that or something like it's trying to, I mean, I don't know. It's like a, a boogeyman, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what the hell. Like, to, it's the thing. It's like, to, no one could possibly be against this. It's like, yeah. Cause it's not, yeah. it's not a yeah. real thing that you have to, that anyone has to be worried about. Um, it's the rare uh, government, government initiative that is going to have a hundred percent success rate because it's, they're just, uh, uh, Montana's banning the Babadook trick. Um, I'm going to read this quote from a a doctor in uh, Missoula. He says, quote, it's just part of the propaganda and false narrative surrounding abortion of Boston abortions that result in live birth. Um, Yeah, it's just not something it's just not something that happens. That's according to a doctor. If you can believe them about doctor stuff. 
there's no real way to combat this, but this video, this is from a debate between incumbent Democrat Susan Wilde and Republican challenger Lisa Scheller in the Pennsylvania 7th for Congress. And partial uh, Lisa Scheller tried to make this fucking point to bring up partial birth abortion. And then the only real response is what Susan Wilde said here. Matt, if you got it. She has already voted for legislation that legalizes abortion for any reason at any time on demand up till including a minute before a full term birth at taxpayer expense. Representative Wild. Thank you. Partial birth abortion does not exist except as a figment of the GOP's mind. There, there you is go. That's no it. You can cut it, Matt. <laughs> in this country or- that's the only, what are you supposed to say? It's like, there's nothing, like, they just made up this thing to be against, and I, I don't know, like, it, it's right, so much worse stuff. But that's like chapter one, dude, making up something to be against, you know, like, that. they stay doing that. All of their biggest issues are, are that, the fucking critical race theory and the goddamn kitty litter and cancel culture and this. It's all just imaginary boogeyman that they get everybody ginned up over and it fucking works. That's the most frustrating part about it is it's like none of it's even real. All the shit they're driving the country into the ground over isn't real. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. the beauty of it is you can't fail. Like I said, it's a hundred percent success rate. They're going to take off as day one and be like, we've stopped the kitty litter in the schools and they will be correct. <laughs> they will <absolutely> be correct. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So while we're on the subject of abortion, let's talk about healthcare because abortion is fucking healthcare. Uh, this on, on the ballot in South Dakota is an initiative to expand Medicaid coverage. This one's funny to me because South Dakota is not take did not take the Medicaid expansion came with, uh, with uh, from Obamacare. And my read of this is it's more expansive than Obamacare. So voters are going around the legislature and making South Dakota more progressive than it would be if it just took Obamacare. So that one really made me laugh. Um, <laughs> I these things have passed in other red states because people like going to the doctor, even if they don't like Democrats. Um, so, yeah, I uh, hope that passes a uh, few things about election laws. Um, there, we put these in two buckets like we've been doing with other laws. They've been the, the things that the, the, the initiatives that make things better and the ones that would make it worse. Uh, Connecticut's expound, uh, adding early voting, which Connecticut randomly does not have early voting, which is there are only three other uh, the only states that also don't have it are Alabama, Mississippi, and New Hampshire. I don't know what Connecticut and New Hampshire are doing. I know what Alabama and Mississippi are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan is considering a proposal that would permit the use of ballot drop boxes and require nine days of early voting. Is also no excuse absentee voting, which is good. Everyone should be able to vote by the mail. It's uh, the mail. Let's make it easy. Um, Nevada, here's the fun one. They're considering ranked choice voting, which we talked about in Alaska, and it's confusing right. the shit out of everyone there. I am for it. I don't understand why people find it so confusing. But <clears throat> the fun part to me is the Democratic Party is campaigning hard against it. And I was trying to figure out why, and then I had the Eureka moment. It's, oh, if they don't have the lesser of two evil, evils argument, they can't get so many centrists elected. Because what a lot of progressives will do is rate the progressive first, the centrist Dem second before the Republican. And if a lot of, <laughs> if they're progressive hits for a lot of people, there'll be a lot more in office because they won't be able to primaries to fucking beat the man with a bunch of money. So yeah. that's my assumption of that situation, uh, what's going on there. The ballot initiatives that would make things worse. Um, in Arizona, the proposition would require a date of birth and voter ID number just to submit mail ballots and would tighten the rules for acceptable photo IDs for in-person voting. So it's just adding a bunch of steps because like, yeah. Again, what is the argument for this supposed to be? That it's all it's voter fraud, right? And I'm doing air quotes, but it's like, oh, mm-hmm. we have people voting illegally that shouldn't be, and that's and so this is these measures are intended to combat that, right? Again, yeah, uh, not a thing. Like it's not, you know, the only time uh, fucking v- bullshit comes up in regards to elections is stuff they're doing. But uh, yeah, just add it. This to is the sort of. I, I don't understand. I, I don't know. I guess maybe a lot of people don't know enough criminals, um, but like <laughs> criminals respond to incentives just like everyone else. Right. You don't commit a crime where there's no angle in it and in-person voter fraud. Why am I risking jail time? Right. For zero dollars to help right. Joe Biden get one more vote for president. Right. What's the fucking angle? In it? I, yeah. It it's like the fentanyl can- Halloween candy craze. Why would a drug dealer give away thousand dollars in drugs? To kill kids, right? 
what's what's to what end right yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah um but yeah but i guess the idea is here is if you i don't know how how you need a voter how you require a voter id to submit mail ballots who you show the the id to you whether you have to photocopy it or all this stuff is like you add like like you know they were kicking back uh ballots for not having signatures in the right place or whatever in your mail ballot it just adds a step you can all this person forgot to fill in their birthday in the ballot so that one's out right um, yeah, it's one more thing that someone can fuck up, which will justify them throwing their vote away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of progressive cities have been allowing uh, people who are undocumented to vote in local elections. And Ohio has a statewide uh, law that would ban that. Um, uh, yeah, Louisiana is also considering something similar. But on the other hand, um, Arizona is considering a proposition to allow uh, non-citizens to get in-state tuition. So I hope that it works because that would hit. People should be able to go to school. If people are living in our country, you should want them to go to school so they can participate in society and contribute to the economy and all that kind of shit, right? You think? No. Right. Smart people don't hit. Like, the knowing yeah. stuff ain't it, Mark. Like, you, you ain't heard mm. about the liberal professors brainwashing yeah. our youth. Surprised you haven't heard about that. It's a massive problem. Uh, you know, you yeah. can't, the, people learning stuff bad for america as a general rule yeah uh <laughs> this last one had to do with immigration in massachusetts there's a a, a quick a, a ballot initiative that would approve a legislature passed measure that would allow residents to obtain a driver's license even if they're not in the u.s legally now the mechanics here is the legislature passed it the governor who's the republican in massachusetts for some reason who's popular vetoed it because it's good for immigrants and i don't know why they keep fucking electing this idiot he, he was overridden by the le- democratic legislature but they decided to put the law before the voters too to, to cement it um but like here's my question is why wouldn't you want if someone's going to be on the road right why would you want them to pass the driver's test right yeah if they're there That's, anyway and if they're going to be driving like what's the pr- like again it's just another i don't know way to make their existence harder or worse. Like it's another deterrent, I guess it's something else they can, you know, uh, charge them with or fuck them over for, uh, I guess something. The, the idea is if they go through like a DUI checkpoint, they don't have a driver's license. They're now committing a crime, which you can get deport them for. Mm-hmm. But if they had a driver's license, they wouldn't be committing a crime, but also right. as a person has to drive on the road with other people. I want them to know they can operate a motor vehicle. Right. <laughs> yeah but no so, yeah. That, yeah that's what i yeah that's what i was trying to say like that's i'm sure that is the the thinking behind it yeah but we got one more to talk about right and then we'll get into yeah. some comments questions whatnot so y'all get those ready but yeah minimum yeah. wage what's going on there yeah so three jurisdictions nevada nebraska and washington dc have minimum wage increases on the ballots this year nevada would increase to 12 dollars an hour Nebraska would take it up to 15 by 2026, and D.C. would increase the minimum wage for tipped employees to the same level as non-tipped employees, which you and I both used to weigh tables. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the type of thing that's like it's saying, you know, who would oppose it other than, you know, employers who want to pay people shit. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but you would think they would be outnumbered by the people who, you know, think yeah. you won't get paid more. So I guess we'll find out. But um, yeah. People yeah, with we'll money see. are typically outnumbered by people without money. That's how money works. Yeah, uh, generally speaking, so, yet they tend to rule the entire world uh, on account of yeah. also how money works. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Matt, find us some uh, questions, comments, whatnot. Put them up there. I'm gonna beat y'all the punch this week. How about this? Everybody hit the like button. That's right. Like, share, tell your friends, rate and review on the audio version, all that good stuff. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. All that internet stuff. Y'all go ahead and do it. Look at that. I remembered. Isn't that something? Uh, yeah. While we're waiting on our comments right here, go ahead. Uh, did you follow this Marco Rubio canvasser that got beat up story? Uh, I saw that it had happened. He's like a, a proud boy or something like that. He works for Marco Rubio. He, this guy was canvassing in a, in, a, in a thoroughly Republican area, which you need to remember when you, this, when you hear this story. Highly, highly I think. And uh, he got beat up. Now, the story went like this. First of all, Marco Rubio said he got jumped by four animals just for wearing a Marco Rubio for Senate TV uh, uh, T-shirt. Now, turns out, not only did, was it just one guy, maybe two, but also <laughs> when they realized the, the identity of the guy got released who got beat up. His name's Christopher Monzone, a white supremacist who nicknamed himself the Cube Confederate. He was at the neo-Nazi rally in Charlottesville. 
And there's a, there's a famous video of like, there's a protest in Florida of some street named after Confederate general. And he showed up and beat people with a Confederate flag uh, on a pole. So yeah, this guy's a real winner. Good, good thing Marco Rubio went to bat for him and just believed him. But also the guy that got arrested, the, 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 he got beat up because the politics angle didn't hold up because his mom came out. The guy that got arrested and says, my son doesn't even vote. He just beat this guy up. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's funny. Uh, uh, yeah. All says that Rubio is going to win very comfortably, but he seems fucking desperate. So I don't know mm-hmm. what you think about that. Yeah, Jim but, Gray says, boy, smart Mark is earning his money tonight. Yeah. Well, hey, Jim, listen, I wanted us to make sure we got through it and got to these comments like this one here. Uh, we uh appreciating mark making me feel bad but that's okay i get it jackie stoppel or stoppel says the weed initiative in arkansas is a little messy can't add new growers or dispensary no private growing can't be changed by legislation no pri- no price growing uh, yeah okay yeah, I guess maybe it just decriminalizes it or something. I don't know. Anyway, like uh, like I said, read your local, uh, read some local, uh, you know, voter guides and stuff uh, because all this stuff, they, this stuff is, a lot of this stuff is, some of the ballot initiatives, we didn't get into it, but are literally just ballot initiatives that say we got to make ballot initiatives less confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure the ads for those ballot initiatives are fucking confusing. Amy mm-hmm. Taylor says, mailed my ballot, check the website, my vote is lodged. So voted smiley face yeah good for you i need to i'm i'm uh we've got our ballots here in california there and i i was i they send voter guides out too and i was uh reading through that trying to do my homework i'll be sending mine off very soon mm-hmm. i hope everybody else does as well if you're able to and just uh you know yeah however you can um michael Knopf Nauf says, I remember being a kid and the adults talking about people putting drugs and razor blades and Halloween candy. Well, it never happened. It never happened to anybody I know growing up. The bull needs to stop. Yeah, that feels like one that's like always been around or at least mm-hmm. like since I was a kid, too, for sure. It was like, you know, razor blades and candy apples and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Once we're through moral panics, we always realize how stupid we were, but we never apply that knowledge going forward. <laughs> right. Dottie Kelly says it was the myth of LSD and the candy when I was a kid. Um, yeah, you know, that'd be fun. I right, dripping out on Halloween. Why not? But yeah, I don't, people are not just giving away free drugs uh, like as a prank, <laughs> as a general rule. Again, with the fentanyl and stuff, it's like, I think the idea is they're trying to make the shitty drugs they have seem to hit harder for people, but it's so dangerous and volatile and that, you know, that it's really easy to fuck that up. And then so people do, I guess. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, the old myths about, you know, people lacing weed with other shit, like just because and that yeah. type of thing. Like I, I have no way arguing that fentanyl is good to take. Like there's right. a, a, a bunch of people have died in New York recently from fentanyl laced cocaine. And you're right. They, 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 my understanding is drug dealers put it in there because it makes bad Coke seem like good Coke. Right. But they're also making a bet that a regular drug user has a built up tolerance that it won't kill them. Cause what any business, including drug dealers want is a repeat customer. Right. Kids don't have any tolerance. You're not going to get a repeat customer. Even if kids know that they, what they took and they got high and want to come back and buy more, you're just killing the kid. There's no, like there's no, fucking thought process to it. so yeah drug dealers are smarter than all these people that are panicking about your kids getting high is what i'm saying carta carta says i wish we had an initiative in california to go after water thieves like nestle mm-hmm. yeah really looking forward to the water wars uh those are gonna be fun <laughs> i don't know if I'll, I'll be, yeah. i don't know if i'll still be a fighting age when i'm drafted into the water wars in a few years but For yeah th- for those who don't know what uh, what Carter is referring to, even when they're in California is in the middle of huge droughts, Nestle gets free water off our public lands to pump into their bottled water. Um, they pay basically nothing, and they sell that shit to us for way more than water should cost. So they're just- yeah, there was a Nestle Pure Life. They get it from all over the place, but one of the places I know they used to get it was from a just a fire hydrant in Salina, Tennessee. A fire hydrant at a trailer park in Salina, Tennessee. They would like mm-hmm. hook a water truck up to it. And I guarantee you then later just put that into the Pure Life bottle and charge everybody, you know, a dollar per bottle in the vending machine or whatever. But Nestle is a fucking nightmare uh, in every way. They've like literally killed babies in the past and stuff by mm. selling people shitty or ma- 
telling women to use their formula instead of breastfeeding specifically and all this stuff. And then babies got malnourished and died. And it's just Nestle's a fucking truly evil it? corporation. It's wild. You don't think about it because, you know, chocolate. But, uh, yeah, they're yeah. fucked up. That's a Supreme Court oh, case God last damn year. It. Aaron yeah. McCullough says, just so y'all know, the Facebook fade completely crapped out. Well, that's great. That's the thing about doing live shit. Uh, I guess we um, are unaware of it until it's already happened. That really sucks, though. Uh-huh. Eric Laufenberg says, go to the YouTube feed. It is much better. Well, glad to hear that the Facebook thing is starting to become a major problem. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good news. Yeah. Well, sorry about that, everybody. Robin Rules CW says, we'll be seeing you in Orlando, Trey, at the show and the meet and greet. Can't wait. Love you. Love you, too. Yeah, that'll be fun. Looking forward to going to Florida. So, yeah, I'll see y'all there. Um, Logitech says, Mark Ag is a national treasure. I agree. I think we all agree. Yeah. Not even my Mark. wife thinks that. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew he wasn't going to have none of that. Mm. Uh, you're in a couple's costume this year, right, Mark? What uh, what are you being forced yeah. to be? My wife wanted to be uh, AC Slater and Jesse Spano, so I have mm. like some really loud like wrestling pants and a uh, bay bayside high sweatshirts and cut the sleeves off of, and a mullet, which I'm not going to shave my beard, so I don't know it's how the costume's going to hit, but it's nice, so whatever. Yeah, stick to your guns. I like it. I I've t- I did a video once, and I've talked a bunch every time Halloween comes up, but it's always been kind of funny to me that in a lot of couples, it's like, you know, typically the woman is like, I want to be this, and so you can be this, and then you're like, well, I guess I'll be that. Right. Like I'm always like Katie's sidekick or whatever. And if she ends up going through with it, we're going to be um, Nadia and Laszlo from what we do in the shadows, which like, that's cool. But she's like, but you should be the bat version of Laszlo because he's always turned into a bat. So she just wants me to in like a big fucking bat costume while she has this elaborate Victorian uh, vampire thing. But you know what? Yeah. That's better than years past for me. I've been birds and all kinds of shit. Uh, she gets to dress up sexy and you have to be a flying rodent. So yeah, that's right. much makes sense. Andrew Kohler says, I don't understand dressing up for Halloween if you can't trick or treat. Yeah, well, we've got sons who will be trick or treating and uh, Katie just loves Halloween. So it's usually a costume thing. But generally, I mean, I, I've never been a huge Halloween person. That's blasphemy to a lot of people. But, you know, now that I have kids, it, it's cool. And she loves it. So I just go with the flow. Amethyst. There's Amethyst. Uh, long time. Watcher says, I want to see Marcus Slater. Well, I'm yeah. sure it'll be on my Let's wife's Instagram because that's, yeah. that's why we do everything is for my wife's Instagram. So, there right. We go. Yeah. <laughs> producer, producer Matt, be on the lookout for some pictures uh, and mm-hmm. we'll put them in there surreptitiously. Like Matt, we're looking at my wife's Instagram. <laughs> we <laughs> stole those bitch. vacation pictures of you looking shredded and so maudlin on the beach. Uh, beautiful sunset and Mark looking madder than hell. <laughs> Uh, Kirsten yeah. 007 mill says, how about that house of the dragon finale? We were actually talking about house of the dragon right before we started the feed tonight. Uh, yeah, pretty damn rad. I, I, I like a lot of people. I think I was very, I, I had really no levels of hype from house of the dragon because of like game of Thrones and how it ended. And I actually hadn't even realized that it had started by the time it started. But we, of course, watched it and ended up really getting into it. Now, you know, it's going to be hard to wait two years to see uh, to see how the story continues. But I'm I'm very in. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I don't really see the I don't really see how other than the fact that both shows have dragons and swords. It's such a different show than Game of Thrones, both the source material and the tone, the characters and stuff. But like, it's just like it's a different TV show that is also has its good points. You know, like I. I think uh, Matt, Matt Smith is all great and everything. So as you brought up in a text thread, he's really good at leaning. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Matt Smith's in an interview or in a post post episode discussion thing or something. Matt Smith said that uh, he had the idea that Damon would be a big leaner that he would like to lean a lot. So that's a choice he made as an actor was he incorporated leaning into the character. And I just uh, found that to be wonderful. Actors are an interesting bunch, man. Uh, yeah. My wife, uh, love them course, though. Uh, hit for me. And an actress and writer. And one thing I learned when I first started dating her is like, if you keep a spoon in the freezer, it'll help make your eyes less puffy after you cry. 
So mm. that's a good knowledge. That's a good tip. Out. That's a good tip for all of us out there uh, in advance of the midterms and just the general world that we live in. Put your spoons yeah. in the freezer, everybody, because you're going to be crying. Uh, all right. So thank you. Sorry about the Facebook thing. Uh, hopefully it won't happen again. You know how we are with tech stuff, but go to TreyCrowder.com. Come see me on tour. Got to update that graphic too, which I will. And go to <laughs> weeklyskews.com slash more or go on Patreon and look me up. You can sign up on there and get bonus episodes, uh, which are not live and as such should be less uh, yeah. rage-inducing from a technical perspective. Matt um, also uses a – he actually edits it. We do better production stuff, so it's a whole, di- whole different thing over there because we use a different platform. But I was just laughing because you've been saying you're going to update that graphic for like three weeks. <laughs> I know. I never think about it until Matt puts it up while I'm looking at it. So, yeah, anyway. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thank you all. We'll see you next uh, next week. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. So you love you. Bye. Phew.